Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Today's episode of Hard Factor is brought to you by Upstart. If you're like me, you apply for loans a lot. Maybe you've got a great business idea like putting caffeine you obtain in large quantities from Brazil in flavored water years before every company in the world did that. But you didn't have the capital to act because no one would give you a loan because your credit score sucked a big one. And that's the thing. Applying for a loan is tough. Loan companies make their decisions based off your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of smarter interest rates. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score at all. The best part? Once your loan is approved, the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day. Over 100,000 people have already used Upstart to pay off credit card student loans, fund their wedding, or make a large purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. Hurry to upstart.com slash hard to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash hard. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now, yeah. Nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah! episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, January 22nd, our top stories of the day. Pat's going to give us an update on America's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, I mean, he is a lawyer. And he is an American. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Two facts that cannot be debated. That's true. All right. I'll do a segment. What the hell, China? They got uh, gene-edited babies going on over there, so we'll talk about that. And then Mark will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Pat. All right, guys, so Rudy Giuliani is the worst attorney ever. Now, some of you listening from jail right now might have a different opinion, but just wait and let me explain. For those of you guys who don't know, Rudolph Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, is one of President Trump's personal attorneys, and he was brought on in April of 2018 to join the legal team that was specifically focused on dealing with the special counsel investigation by Robert Mueller into Russian interference in the 2016 elections. You guys remember that, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Got to yeah. bring in the uh, best, you know, when, when things get tough. Got to bring in the best. I didn't even, even know he was a lawyer, but, like, they all are. Uh, so Giuliani, when he was brought on, he said his goal was— quote, I never said that. I never said that. Well, he did say that, but then he also said his goal was to, quote, negotiate an end to the investigation, which sounds promising, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rudy wasted no time whatsoever in making a bad situation completely and totally worse, uh, which is literally the exact opposite purpose of a lawyer. You hire a lawyer to you know, make things better. Not Rudy, though, because uh, back in May, Giuliani went on Hannity uh, for no good reason and revealed that the $130,000 of hush money uh, paid to Stormy Daniels by Michael Cohen was, in fact, reimbursed directly by Donald Trump. Uh, the only problem with that is that that 
contradicted what Trump was saying all along, claiming he had no knowledge that Cohen had paid Stormy whatsoever. And then also fucked with Cohen's statement because Cohen had insisted that he used his own money to pay Daniels. Uh, and he had implied that he'd not been re- reimbursed. So that's whoopsie number one. Well, yeah, but then Giuliani went on to say uh, that Trump misheard the question. Right. And that when when he was explained, no, no, did you know about that who paid the money he said oh yes i misheard the question yeah he lawyered yeah he yeah. lawyered out of it also, he is a lawyer also yeah. i mean to be fair when you're paying off multiple playmates all in the same window of time it can get a little confusing let's not let's not uh let's not do that to karen mcdougall uh stormy's <laughs> not a playmate karen mcdougall oh, is a playmate yeah no, absolutely well, Stormy, Stormy was a playmate, Stormy, but she, she, I don't know. Stormy was probably a hustler. Oh, definitely hustler. <laughs> Karen, Karen McDougal is like yeah, a center she's class. Yeah, she's class. She yeah, went yeah. to college and everything. Sorry, did anyway, not mean to sully McDougal. It's okay. Name. I just I thought you had more respect for Playboy. Later in May, <laughs> when Rudy uh, was asked about impeachment, instead of saying that there's no chance that Trump's going to be impeached, he took a different angle, and his angle was was saying, "quote If he shot James Comey, he'd be impeached the next day." Impeach him, and then you can do whatever you want with him. Convince him to shoot Comey. Yes. Uh, again, this man's defending. I don't get it. Look, uh, let's take it to Rudy's appearance on Fox and Friends, where he said, quote, This one probably went well. I've been sitting here looking in the federal code trying to find collusion as a crime, but collusion is not a crime. Can't even find the word. Right. Yeah, the alternative not even a word. would have been my client's <laughs> not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now let's fast forward to uh, Giuliani's banner week, which started last Wednesday when the Rudes went on Chris Cuomo. And for some reason, he let another direct contradiction of his client slip, saying, quote, I never said there was no collusion between the campaign or people in the campaign. Mm. Instead right. of saying there was no collusion at all. But that, yeah, that's that, <laughs> that what he could have said. Then he went on to say, I, look, President Trump didn't do any colluding. I can't help all these uh, these boobs in the campaign. You know, right. they don't know what they're doing. There's too many people to monitor. What is this Uber? I can't I can't yeah, cover that's, everyone. That's clearly a fuck up, though, because like yeah. he, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have moved the goalposts back on himself. No, Just, that was silly. Wh- like, Why do they keep <laughs> letting him go on cable news? Well, he yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, they want to keep the, the perception of, of, you know, winning the PR battle, I guess, in the in the yeah. investigation. I'm- but Giuliani <laughs> he, he seems to me like. He's getting more comfortable in his own mind with defending some kind of collusion charge if there's that finding. But then he's just like too batty to keep it out of his mouth when he's on TV. Yeah, I've got a take on on uh, Giuliani. I think he's actually the best lawyer in the world because he has the most practice. He's always talking himself into That's these true. holes. He's like the talented Mr. Ripley. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he talks himself <laughs> yeah. into these lies. And then like he goes on these shows and they like reveal the lie. And he's like, what did I say? Oh, no. And then he has to like talk Get his way out of it. Of it like and he's lawyer. constantly practicing his skills. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. 10 years or so, yeah. he'll be a really good 80 year old craft. Yeah. Anyway, look, uh, yesterday, here's what happened with the roots. So um, let me catch my place. Okay, so uh, he was all up in the news because he had to retract statements that he made back in December on yet another TV news interview uh, where he said uh, that the Trump Tower Moscow development uh, was 
I'm sure, like, sorry. Uh, back in December on yet another TV news interview where he addressed the Trump Tower in Moscow development, saying that Trump was having conversations with his former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, about the project up until November 2016, which would mean, which would mean during the election. That's the issue. Right. Uh, then he doubled down on that statement in the New York Times interview, stopped doing fucking interviews on, a, <laughs> on Sunday, uh, indicating that he was basing his information uh, on conversations that he'd had with the president. But he had to do a little retract and it went a little bit something like this, quote, my recent statements about discussions during the 2016 campaign between Michael Cohen and then candidate Donald Trump about a potential Trump Moscow project were hypothetical and not based on conversations I had with the president. (laughs) Right. Again, that's that's exactly him. His skill. Right. Yeah. That's the the Ripley, the the talented Mr. Ripley spin. Right. It's not good. So he did one good thing, though. He didn't he didn't totally F up last week. He did one good thing and he shut down uh, a part of a BuzzFeed article that came out uh, that reported Trump had ordered Cohen to lie to Congress about the Moscow development. So Giuliani put on his big boy pants and called the Mueller office directly. And Mueller's team denied the validity of the article and uh, consequently released a statement saying this is BS. Right. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Cohen's quote, Cohen said the effort in January 2016, as far as the president knows, it ended then. But then he followed it up by saying, quote, but he can't say definitely whether when the proposal was shelved or not. Yeah. No, of course yeah. not. I mean, we'll double speak. Yeah, yeah, a little double speak. Well, look, that is good because BuzzFeed should stop uh, playing, uh, you know, with the big boys and focus on the list of best appetizers for the Super Bowl. Because that's great. coming up in two weeks. So, yes. Mm. Focus on your list, BuzzFeed. And uh, I would take it to the Internet now, but um, Will didn't put my comment in. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I did. Oh, I, OK, I'm sorry. Now I'm going to take it to the Internet. And Johnny Abreu, 45, <laughs> Johnny Abreu says 45 and Rudy are cut from the same tree. The tree of lies. <laughs> oh, all caps. All caps. All caps, caps didn't get the saying right. The all tree of caps. lies. Tree yeah. of lies. Either cut from the same tree. It's cut yeah. from the same cloth, Johnny. Right. The cloth of lies. Cloth. The cloth of yeah. lies. That would have worked just as good. Anyway, don't hire Rudy Giuliani. That's the That's long and the short of it. All right, take let's, away. let's take it to What the Hell China, a recurring segment we do where we talk about zany stuff going on in China. And now they've got gene-edited babies. So Whoa. Yeah, so it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Chinese scientist He Jian Kui has been terminated from his job at the Southern University of Science and Technology in Shenzhen. And is, yeah, he is not going to work here anymore. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. And he's most you likely facing Chinese professor, Mark. Yeah, yeah, he's most likely facing criminal charges from China's public sec- security department for breaking Chinese laws regarding editing of the genes of human embryos using CRISPR, which is a gene editing tool. Um, so with Chinese... software, with software, they can edit the genes of these right. kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you ever listen to that Radio Lab? It's great. Check it out. No, they're a competitor. Fuck them. No, I mean the other yeah. one. Yeah, no, no Radio Lab. Yeah. yeah. The, the Chinese we... government reports that he quote seriously violated ethical principles and scientific integrity and breached relevant regulations of China, stating that the research was conducted quote in the pursuit of personal fame and gain. So, you know, you're really putting it to the regulations if you're breaching them in China. 
because there's a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's not that they're such a free people, but when it comes to regulations. So they're claiming this guy wasn't doing it for the good of the kids, but for fame. They're, that's what the Chinese government's saying, that they think it's like a get rich quick scheme by this scientist. And and also gene editing in humans is, is banned virtually everywhere. So, right. Um, this is this is kind of a global thing. Um, yeah. And and so that's their that the Chinese government alleges that this guy wasn't really doing it in the interest of advancing, you know, like uh, human what human health or whatever, but that he was trying to get famous himself. It's um, a lot of time to put in just to get yet, laid. Yet he was only fired. and They haven't made him disappear like all the tax evaders. That yeah. seems to be the more intense crime in uh, China. They still let you pay tweet, your taxes. Though, yeah. If you yeah, when they disappear, you. That's a good point. Uh, the alleged goal of his experiment was to create HIV-resistant babies uh, from couples where the father was HIV positive and the mother babies was never HIV. never wear condoms. Oh, different. No, because they're born into it. I thought you were saying because babies have unprotected sex a lot, but that's a whole other. No, the, this, the babies are not born. Uh, the okay, par- I got it now. Thank you. Sorry. Lost my place. I'm back. Uh-huh. Uh, the alleged goal of his experiment was to create HIV-resistant babies from couples where the father was HIV-positive and the mother was HIV-negative. Eight couples started the program. One has given birth to twins, and another one is pregnant, and the rest have either been unsuccessful in getting pregnant or have abandoned the study. Um, he made his initial announcement of success in a series of YouTube videos uh, in November 2018, I think, uh, showing off the gene-edited twins that were born successfully. Uh, but all of the science community was like, what the fuck, man? How can you prove any of this is real? You're just you, it's not a scientific paper. It's just a YouTube video where you're saying that you birthed <laughs> the first gene edited twins. Um, I like it. I like it better. I'm not a big reader. It sounds more interactive. Right. But that's actually where the problem comes in. So the Chinese government investigated this, obviously, after the YouTube videos came out and the investigation revealed startling breaches of medical ethics forged documents and blood tests. And uh, basically this guy just skirted the rules so that he could do what he wanted Uh, to kick off the study. He forged a fake ethical review certificate, which I guess is something you need uh, completed before you can actually do the study. Um, Pretty unethical. Forging a fake ethical certificate is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he continued to break very serious laws about not performing in vitro fertilization. So, you know, artificial insemination. Right. Uh, on HIV carriers. So that's obviously a big no-no because if his CRISPR uh, you know, test doesn't work, then the babies are born with HIV. Yeah, um, shit. Yeah, not good. Uh, so the story basically comes down, I guess, to how you feel about scientists breaking the rules to try to make advancements in human gene editing. Uh, whether you know he was doing it for fame or not, this is something that is probably going to be more prevalent in the future, and it's just kind of how you feel about that. Yeah, the classic story uh, told in that Gene Hackman, Hugh Grant movie, Extreme Measures. Yes. What? Yeah, I think it was Hugh Grant. Gene Hackman's a doctor, and he kills homeless people and does like this gene editing on them to try to cure cancer or something like that. It's a really random movie reference. I've never heard of that movie. This guy didn't have to kill anybody, at least. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess he's... Hopefully he's doing it for the right reasons, and he really just feels like this is important and that humans need it for health. And he's not just trying to become famous, but I mean, it doesn't really matter for him anymore because he's probably fucked because the Chinese government is, I mean, it sounds it's still like illegal. Good. I'd like to think he's doing it for the right reasons, but it's still legal and he got caught. Yeah. So. And it sounds like, yeah, he's... 
But otherwise, I guess that that's the weird thing, because the babies may have been born with HIV, but then if he fucked up, or well, they may not have, honestly, because sometimes babies... I think well, it the worked. Parent, the parents signed up for it. No, they were not. Those kids were fine, and yeah. then the other people just yeah, bailed. Yeah. Yeah, good for this guy. I'm into him. I like him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's too, the... too bad we'll never be able to talk to him because he's dead. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. But let's take it to a group of like-minded commenters, Pat, uh, that share your same viewpoint, led by Randy Maxwell on Facebook. He says, if he'd been making super soldiers for the state, he would have been applauded and given funds to continue his experiments. But just prevent disease? Who needs that? Off with his head. Uh to which okay. Dana Kuyper Nolan responded, Randy Maxwell, right. And then uh, Tarek Arnott said, Randy Maxwell, true story. The powerful pharmaceutical companies wouldn't like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. These are all Randy. These are Randy's burner these are burners. <laughs> There's no way this isn't. This is Randy talking to himself on the Internet. I don't know. I think, click, I think Randy's just woke, and these people are also woke, and they're just uh, you know getting together. Yeah. It's leading the revolution in the comments section. Yeah, we got one more responder. Andra Soporan says, Randy Maxwell, I was saying the exact same thing. As oh, crazy on. as it sounds, he might be on to something and he must die like many others. Randy Maxwell, I was saying the exact same thing when I was you <laughs> as Randy Maxwell a few minutes ago. Oh, what a Randy thing to say. <laughs> So I am Randy. you, Randy. All right, <laughs> let, let's take into some stories we missed uh, or didn't have time to get to. Uh, apparently, like most teenagers with an eating disorder, President Donald Trump has oh. been. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is what they do. Uh, they so hopefully they get past the disorder. But uh, President <laughs> Donald Trump has been photoshopping his Instagram and Facebook images to make himself look thinner. Mm. Uh, common thing. Does this come as a shock to anyone? This is the guy who had no. his personal doctor come out and say he's six, three, two thirty nine in the best shape of any president like of all time. Um, look, this group of people here at Hard Factor very much knows what the 230s look like. Oh, yeah. And not anymore. Not me anymore. We're not 6'3". In my rear view. So uh, there you go. We're not 6'3". So yeah. let's yeah. go ahead and guess what his real weight is. Yeah. I, I, I First, I'd like to say I would definitely take advantage of a Photoshopper as well. Um, oh, yeah, for but, sure. But I think he's 265. Okay. I would also like to say that uh, teenagers with eating disorders don't use Photoshop because not eating is their Photoshop. I think it's never good enough, no matter how thin they are. Maybe though. that's okay. possible. Well, but so, he, yeah. I, I, Trump is easily two ninety, man. That, I think he's two ninety. There's no way he's not two ninety. He's six three. Well, okay? he might be like six two, and he's got big thighs like me. I know what that's like to carry around. Big butt. <laughs> big butt. It's hard. This, he's two ninety. His lower body's at least one seventy. He's, he's north. Of, he's north of two seventy. No doubt about he's it. He's definitely All got right. some cheeseburger heft going on. That's I'll take sure. the under at like 260 even. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll we'll never know, I guess. We'll never know. Um, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, the uh, Historic University plans to cover up a dozen murals of Christopher Columbus that were created in the 1880s by Louis Gregory uh, because they depict Native Americans in submiss submissive or like uh, controversial positions. Oh. Um, but there's no word yet on when they plan to investigate claims of abuse from choir boys. So. <laughs> the letters are just stacking up. Yeah. They're, they're going to go with Christopher. We'll, we'll, they're going to go with the paintings. We'll first. get to these letters yeah. later. The actual kids they'll deal with later. Um, and in related news, uh, if you can't punch your ticket to the seminary, I'm talking to you now, rapists. There is always Uber. <laughs> Uber now has over 100 drivers accused of sexual assault. And the Uber team uh, that it was seems low. Yeah, yeah, that does seem low, but yeah. that's like the uh, ones that we know about. And the Uber team that was tasked with researching extreme cases of like 
violence and sexual assault. Uh, it turns out they were really overworked. They were s- short staffed. They only had like 60 people and they were dealing with like upwards of 1,200 cases a week. Jesus. That's too many for them to deal with and to respond to. So the, yeah, a lot of things fell through the cracks. Uh, Uber is planning on fixing their image completely. You know, they got a new CEO. And I'm going to throw out my suggestion. I say next to the star rating, let's have an additional rating of one to five Bill Cosby's for the driver. (laughs) So five Cosby's being safe, one Cosby being very unsafe, or you could do vice versa. Yeah. I'd say the more Cosby's, the less safe. Yeah, okay. Probably. It'll get, it'll get confusing with the stars. You want high stars, low Cosby's. Yeah, because yeah. like, you, you might say, like, um, oh, this guy's got a lot of Cosby's. Half a Cosby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, let's do a double tie-in, okay. wraparound ending to this story, fans of uh, anthology films. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame has revoked only one honorary degree in their history, which is a very long history. Mm. Guess who that degree was that they handed out to? I don't know. Rudy? Bill Cosby. It wasn't Rudy's. Bill, Bill Cosby? Cosby. Wrapping oh. the story back around. Uh, they have not revoked, even though they threatened to, but they have not revoked the honorary doctorate of law's degree it gave to kid-touching cardinal Theodore McCarrick. Come on. The guy Hard Factor has covered before uh, that was sentenced by Pope Francis to serve a life of prayer and penance, oh whatever the God. fuck that means. He gets yeah. to live in a fucking house and not in jail. Um, Drive an Uber. And even though several other colleges did revoke the honorary degree that McCarrick got. So shame on you, Notre Dame, and that's why you were tied into this story, you bastards. They let um, McCarrick keep the degree? Yep. Come and on. And lastly... As the government shutdown continues, it's day 32, by the way, not 22 fellas. Mm. Uh, Thank you for the clarification. No problem. More and more unpaid TSA agents are calling out of work, and I don't blame them. TSA mentioned on Monday they're seeing a rate of about 10% absences, which is up from their normal 3% uh, when they were getting paid. So they didn't mention it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it for them that the 90% that are at work are not in a great mood, Mm-mm. not too happy. Probably bringing and, their lunch. Yeah, and you don't want to get patted down by them because I'm pretty sure they're not going to be real gentle when they're squeezing <laughs> your balls or shoving your ovaries or breasts around. So <laughs> try to try to be careful in line. Uh, don't don't sweat like I do because that always gets a pat down. Um, not great news. This isn't great news for anyone, especially not great news for <laughs> did me. Did you run here? Yeah, did you run here? Because uh, I'll be flying in a few days, and I'll be flying again in a few weeks with the Hard Factor boys on the morning of February 7th because yes. we have a big live power hour with PFT at Barstool HQ that Thursday night. So sick get ready tease, for that. Mark. That Thursday, Feb 7th. Tease. Boom. Uh, the same PFT who will be stepping in for me on the Thursday show. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. We are having a great January and hope you all are as well. Everyone besides federal government, everyone besides federal government employees and their family members. Sorry. Hopefully you'll have a better February. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to our show every day. But Friday and the weekends, it means the world to us. Those are our days. It means the world to us. And we need your continued support if we want to uh, extend to Friday at some point. So please get everyone you know to subscribe to Hard Factor on iTunes, download the fuck out of our episodes, shoot us a comment or DM us on Twitter or Instagram at Hard Factor News, and most importantly, have a great fucking day.